0: So, man, uh, <laughs> there's a reason why I wasn't gonna tell us on air, but we're, we're full transparency <laughs> in this podcast. Yeah. But so I go to a, uh, a Catholic church right up here in Nashville, the uh, um, Christ the King over on Belmont. Been there. Um, and so last Sunday, we, me, and my girlfriend had. Uh, I can I can say faith. Everybody on the podcast knows if she's been. We know sure. Tony. So, so we faith know and you're I, happy and in love. <laughs> faith and I. Well, funny you say that because faith and I. Last weekend we had planned on going to church, right? We hadn't been in a while. We were like, man, we're good. We need to go this Sunday. We just make us feel better. It's gonna be a nice weekend. And then it turns out Saturday night we got into a huge fight. Yeah. So and like went to bed mad, woke That's up God angry. Like, yeah. but we were both, and I was like, we had we had drank too. So like you know when you mad drink. When like when you're arguing, so then you grudge drink, you know? yeah. And yeah. then uh, and then Fuck sun- it, I'm gonna
1: have an extra glass of whiskey. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm pissed. Because like, right I because like, like I don't
0: I don't want this whiskey, but I'm gonna drink it because just a just because
1: Sit on the porch by myself, smoke uh-huh. a cigar. Oh,
0: and then you mad stump outside and <laughs> angry whiskey, <laughs> <laughs> angry, <laughs> angry <laughs> whiskey. Yeah. yeah.
1: So birds are chirping because yeah. you're staying up so late. Well, we early.
0: get. A, I think we're about. I, I think. Well, I mean, we've we got into an argument. We both drank there's no way we're getting up and going to mass. So I'm like turning over like just, you know, when you do that, like when you we still sleep, you still sleep in the same bed, but you oh, like yeah. turn the other way with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but then I hear her getting up and getting ready. So I'm like, oh shit, if there's any, if there's any hope of me salvaging this, I need to get up and get ready for church too. Cause if yeah. she's getting ready yeah. oh, and I don't go. Yeah. She was so checking you. Yeah. So I was like, you. oh fuck, I got to get up. <laughs> Why
1: are women, oh, they're so smart in that way. Yeah. <laughs> God. Dang it, they're, they're mentally so fu- checking you because they're you know mentally mi- and they're so fucking coy
0: with it, like. <laughs> so then, of course, I get up and get You're ready. You're supposed
1: to know what I'm thinking.
0: And we go to church and we sit down, and uh, that we they do that thing where they're like, "Please, before we start mass, please uh, say good morning to someone sitting next to you." And it's just, like, me and her and no one around us. And we do that look where we're, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like we, you can't be, like, how are we? In, and then finally, like, we both, I think we actually got over the fight in church. Because we were, like, you can't be mad at somebody in church. God. It's, like, it's, it defeats the whole fucking purpose of being here.
2: Lift those burdens, man.
0: Yeah. You hear those hymns? You're just, you can't help them. Man. It's good to go. Oh, That's fine. Oh, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, welcome to Share Your Buzz, episode 132. 132. My name is Tony, but you know who I am. Uh, yeah. Chris is here. I'm Chris. Wearing the sweetest, not only lobsters on it his is. shirt, but lobsters in baskets of french fries.
1: They're salting their own fries. <laughs> Literally, it's lobsters with their claws holding a salt shaker salting their fries. Which is kind This kinda... is the ugliest yet most awesome t-shirt it is
2: awesome. known to man. Didn't now, realize that on the lobsters until you just stated yes. that, and it definitely is exactly yes. that.
0: Which is a bit redundant because they're saltwater creatures, so you would see they, yeah. they, they would naturally. Apparently, lobsters eat fries. Where and they like the shirt, them man. salty, mm-hmm. yeah. and they yeah, like themselves salty because he's <laughs> salting himself <laughs> in the basket of fries. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: shoot it all over me. There's a lot going on on that shirt. Yeah, I didn't realize he's that a... originally because <laughs> I've seen the lobster shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that takes it to a whole new level. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah man. Apparently, these lobsters are alive. They're not dead, apparently, because they're salting fries. So no,
0: they're
2: doing
1: things. And they're they're getting ready for a meal. They've had several beers. And lobsters usually are are are. not,
0: lobsters are technically not red until after they're cooked. Mm -hmm. So that means that lobster is like the Freddy Krueger of lobsters. He's like, like, they're zombies. They're (laughs) (laughs) zombies. They don't eat brains, they eat fries. (laughs) But apparently, he found his long lost shaker of salt over (laughs) there. And he's a.
1: Gotta tell you guys something. One of my favorite animals in the Animal Kingdom is bears and we have a bear with us today <laughs> yeah, look to that's a, that's a good, yeah look at that segue <laughs> that's a good one uh it's good we got ryan bear with us and uh he's with uh winner's beard oil yeah and amongst other things we're gonna i
0: mean dude yeah we're gonna go way back and uh, yeah, we got, we're gonna we'll are gonna. start from the beginning because you yeah. got an interesting story to even how you yeah. got to this point well, we, uh, we, we met ryan through uh the 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 spider web grows bigger, man, the Mm -hmm. circle, because Mm -hmm. uh, we met uh, Ryan through our friend uh, Darren from Principal Cigars, which, uh, and then, yeah, just randomly um, was over at an episode that we did at Darren's place, and then I ran into him at a couple of cigar events and at Steeple Chase, and we're like, man, we got to get you on. You got a cool story, got a cool business, and we cool beard, by the way, cool beard, likewise, I appreciate you guys having me, I'm the only non-bearded person (laughs) in the room today, I'm like. Yeah, I knows. feel like the non-bearded you can't help it Tony. It's okay. It's just, you can still be part of the team. You can I can. You can. Well, you know, the thing is, after shave, we're, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna get we to got, that. You know, I, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to jump ahead too far yeah. because because I think a lot of people assume when you hear like a, a men's grooming product or a beard product or something like that that if you don't have facial hair, then you're out of the loop. Right. But we're, we'll way. get to all that though. But yeah. let's start at the beginning, yeah. man, because I want to. Let's do it. I want to talk about uh, some of the cool stuff that like. I guess I don't want to go way back. We don't. We don't have to go back to like high school or nothing. But right. we could talk about.
2: Can I go back? To, okay. Can I start?
0: May mm-hmm. I
1: start? I'm cutting you off. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh,
2: where did you go to college at? Uh, so I started out at Gulf Coast in Panama City, which nice. is where I'm from. Yeah. Florida. Uh, I love Panama City. But community like. college, but very, very strong baseball country. Yeah. Down there. So uh, started off there, and then signed a scholarship to UCF, played two years there, yeah. so that's uh, that's kind of where I got a little bit of exposure, was at yeah. UCF, but... Uh, shout out
0: all yeah. to my... That's where I'm from, Orlando, yeah, so shout show. out to all my Orlando yeah. folks got listening. Em. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's cool to take, because the reason why I asked because I know uh, you play ball, professional ball, so... Yeah. Which I'm just, uh, this is really our first sports guy on here. So, like, all right. <laughs> it's kind of cool, man. Like, that's, why I, was curious. That that's why I was bit. curious, like, where you so played college ball at. That started in college, then? Yeah. Baseball? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you I mean, it started when I was, you know, old enough to walk. Sure. Man so, that, you say it's big baseball country down there.
2: So, like, all the kids are just yeah. super active in it. I mean, the whole state of Florida. So, I'm originally from in the panhandle uh, yeah. up around Panama City. And uh, from there, south of there, it's just, I mean, it's fantastic baseball. Is that because
1: – does that have to do with Major League Baseball and they play all the uh, – off-season what, – what do you call it? It's yeah.
0: Spring training. Because spring it's training. always yeah. warm down, down there. there. You can do like, – Exactly. Yeah. So, I
2: mean, your biggest states are going to be Florida, Texas, California. Yeah. For baseball and football. But I think a lot of the – you know, with baseball it's due to the weather. Yeah. You know, so you've got leagues going year-round and uh, guys are just honing their skills. So, that's See, it's, uh, a, a lot of the big games
0: – ha- like uh, – the Yankees have their training facility down in Tampa. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the big one. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm sure.
1: I mean, I've noticed no telling how many uh, MLB teams have training.
2: There's about 15. <laughs> yeah. So, 15 in, uh, 15 in Florida and then 15 out in Arizona.
0: Now, so, going to college in Florida, uh, we have a lot – like there's a lot of um, college teams in Florida. Like th- I mean, you yeah. have a, like a lot of major play. I mean, a- every state's got a lot of colleges, but we have a lot of major players in a game that people know about. Mm-hmm. You know, we have you know you got your 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 Gators, your Seminoles, your Hurricanes, but then you got oh, your yeah. Knights, then you got your Bulls. Yeah. You got you got all these little that that are they're not little anymore. They're like yeah. giant. What's uh,
1: Kiffin just, at right now? He's doing good. What's that? Uh,
0: Uh,
2: Florida Atlantic.
1: Florida Atlantic.
2: Yeah, they were actually in our conference. Yeah, at yeah. Uh, UCF, and they so, had yeah. some. Uh, they had some some top rounders come out of there as well. So there's yeah. there's. I mean, front to back, there's a lot of talent down there. In now, it, was there
1: like a good like beef between the Gulf Coast kids and the Atlantic kids? Was it like? Oh yeah, always. <laughs> I mean, there, <laughs> I mean there, I be-
2: there's two things that are going to happen in baseball that are standard: is uh, rivalries and superstitions. So, you yeah, can, but you can bank on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now dirty, without a lot of dirty jock straps, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of icy hot under yeah. the, uh, oh. under the cap Ooh. or in the jock Ooh. strap for that matter. Yeah, yeah. Keep your of, head uh, cool. Yeah. A lot of pranks and a lot of superstitions. That's how I lost my hair, perfect. burned it off with icy hot.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: a lot of tomfoolery
0: Too going much, on. Uh, Florida youth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but let's talk about that for a minute because, um, like so without calling out like you know without dating ourselves with too much but you probably went to ucf like i i went i, I was growing up in orlando when ucf was just starting to get big when it was just you know yeah. I'm, I'm 38 so when i was i graduated high school in 98 so and, and i went to high school like, like in university like on dean road or in university road yeah. like it's right funny there.
1: so 98
2: 99 2000 yep. there we go that's
0: we got, crazy we got the traffic yeah so we were in Guess what, fellas right <laughs> <laughs> just handle uh, if if you would have got to listen if, if you could have been a fly on the wall for our uh, off air pool conversation you would not yeah. realized that yeah
2: well people say that too you know they say oh well, you know you're in your late 30s you're even creeping on to 40 you're getting old but
1: i feel my most handsome
2: I feel like I'm in my prime. Right, I do too. Can I get a high five for that (laughs) shit? Like I feel it too, dude. And I feel like you can be a couple primes in your life. A buddy of mine told me that. My dad always
1: told me, he's like, Chris, your prime is in your thirties. When I was a young kid, he would tell me that because he always like he would talk about Bruce Lee. He was like, you know, Bruce Lee was in his prime in his thirties when he died. You know what I'm saying? But my dad was a huge like kung fu fan. My dad studied martial arts. He was like, Chris, I'm telling you. You're in your prime in your 30s because you're at your peak, like, mental and physical. Mental's the key. Yes. Mm-hmm. The at mental. 20, you're ready to blow yeah, it at out. At 20, but you you're got not the physics, but you ready. don't have the mental yeah. capacity. Yeah. In your 30s, you've got the mind to go with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're a little like, bit more weather. Why do you think LeBron and all those cats and Brady can still do it? You know what I mean? Yeah, like,
0: Exactly. No, I totally buy into that. Uh, no. Now, your dad. I, I'm, now, right now, I'm picturing your – Now, I know about your dad, but the, the listeners don't. So like, But I'm going to paint a little picture. I'm, I'm imagining your dad as, like, uh, being into – Martial arts and stuff, Mm -hmm. and giving all this advice, this sage advice. Yeah. Like he's uh, David Carradine from Kung Fu. Yeah. And then he looks down. He looks at you now, and well, your dad's still alive, so he's not looking down, unless he's like way taller than you. (laughs) But he, so he looks (laughs) at you now. (laughs) He looks at you now, and he's like, he's like, son, you have lobsters on your shirt. You're dishonoring the family. (laughs) No, no, my
1: dad's. You know, we're we're past Father's Day, but my dad was the most accepting man that I've ever met. Like, he took me 100% w- for who I was. Absolutely. He never questioned who I was as far as, like, the type of person, as long as I wasn't being an asshole. That's the key. You, gotta you know respect. what I'm saying? You like, who Don't I am, this. he took me, man. No. Like, straight up. He let me play music, you know, and, and even though he That's didn't awesome. have to. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he, never, he never questioned my uh, fashion or my – only thing he didn't want me to do is, is like, you know, some kids, like, white kids dressed like black kids you know he just didn't want me to do that that's the one right. thing you know but that's, sorry. That's, right that's now you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, chris doesn't want to be like that, i
0: yeah. always say this all time without uh without getting too uh off topic here but i always say that chris has the style that i wish i can pull off if i was like his height and had his like his had his hair and beard he, he's got the uh the Nick Cage from Leaving Las Vegas style. Like yes. he's constantly leaving. I'm La- seeing the
2: Nick Cage in there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've,
1: I've heard that before.
2: Which I'm is almost unfortunate, but at same Chris time, is the I wouldn't mind has. There. The, you can play that into fortunate, real quick. I could. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll,
0: yeah. Nobody can pull off like a linen button down, a cargo shorts, Sucker and a pair of flip flops. Yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> like, Camo <laughs> cargos at <of> that.
1: <laughs> and what's funny is I asked Tony before I came out. I was like, "Man, is it okay?" Wearing flip-flops in a strange person's house, you know, like, should I, I didn't know if there was just, yeah, yeah man. It's, it's like, should I wear shorts? He's casual like, is like, yeah, he was like I brother. was like, I was like, I remember Ryan being like really cool. It's like, you probably won't carry it. <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, man, I've been, I've been in my work boots and my jeans all week, you know, yeah. like, I want to wear some flip-flops. And some well, shorts. to try to, to
0: try to bring it back around, segue yeah. back, I can say that one of the reasons we're all able <laughs> to look good in the height of our thirties is because of people like Ryan providing us with incredible men's grooming products. <laughs> that uh, uh, I mean, I, I'd like to play a hand in
2: that, but I think that you wasn't guys a, are doing all right. Uh. Hey
1: Ryan, can we agree that wasn't as good as the segues No, I not
0: nearly as good. I, I just want to throw that out. To me. I mean, sure. that's the why segue I, the into page. your
2: old man and the segue back mm-hmm. to the lobster shirt. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah, we're, we're bouncing bad. off all why topics why I,
0: right here. I like where we're going. That's why I Chris like, makes the big bucks like in the show. podcast. Yeah, right. All right, man. So so you're down in you're in Florida at college. Okay. And then, uh, what what happens? What ha- um,
2: so I transfer in my junior year, and I start battling for a starting spot. Hey, Bear! Absolutely, thanks, brother. Yeah,
1: he's provided. Uh, Bears provided.
2: I call you Bear. By the way, if yeah. you don't like it yeah
1: no that's what uh, all my buddies call me bear it's just that it's just easy the bear uh bears providing us
2: with the whiskey normally
1: we provide the alcohol but this is a uh, tennessee black and tan this you yeah. have a friend of, your, friend of yours h makes clark us. yeah h clark this is cool
2: yeah down a little bit south of here nice. local distillery and cool. uh very a good
0: yeah he, he was very kind to make us a couple of old fashions before yes, the podcast which is why my uh my uh, uh interviewing skills have just reduced themselves down to, (laughs) so what's next? Tell us what's next. Yeah, (laughs) so
2: you're for it. uh, Yeah, so I'm I'm battling my way into a a starting spot there at uh, Central Florida and do really well in the fall. Realize that after my first two at-bats, when the season starts, I strike out my first two at-bats and realize that they actually had somebody else slated to play left field. So I promptly sat the bench for – over half of the season, my junior year, um, decided that that was not acceptable. Yeah. That's that's not the path I was trying to take. Sure. So uh, at the end of the year meetings with the coaches, they bring guys in and, you know, go over things and tell you, you know, what you did right, what you did wrong, you know, an evaluation. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, and it's kind of a, they try to intimidate, you know, you got three, you know, all three coaches there and, they're trying to pick you apart a little bit and then, you know, ask you what you want to say. hmm And I look at all three of them square in the eye and I told them, this year's a failure and I'm starting every single game next year. Yeah. And I walked out. And next year came along and I did exactly that. So, what did you do in between? In between, a lot of guys go play summer ball and, you know, they're trying to stay in shape and that way and baseball shape, and I just, uh, I just worked out all summer. Yeah. and just got stronger, faster, scout, yeah. just tried to hone my own skills. And I realized my junior year that, you know, most major colleges will have what they call a scout day, and they'll send 30 – every major league team will send a scout out to this pro day, they call it, or scout day. Sure. And, uh, you know, you hit batting practice, you throw the ball from, uh, from the outfield or infield defensively, and you run 60-yard dashes, that type of thing and i realized that my junior year i realized how they graded i said well I well these are the things i need to work on and I just took that into the off season and just grinded it got out got
1: you so you're like okay work on my swing obviously we like yeah through power too though obviously because you said you're yep. trying to put on weight and like sure i know you work on your sprint speed because you're talking 60 yard dashes mm-hmm. you know and like yeah just focus on almost like how um players will uh, specifically work out for the combine or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. It was
2: almost identical to that because yeah. we had coaches that were – our weightlifting coaches or our strength and conditioning coaches were former football players. So, they basically would run you through the combine. And I took, you know, what they were showing us and just put that to use in the offseason and just uh, really just tried to grind as much as I could. Yeah. And because I knew what they were going to test on and – Truth be told, you actually don't have to be a great baseball player to get drafted. That's okay. what I kind of found out along the way. Was they're going to grade you on certain aspects, and I don't, I don't want to say you can be a terrible baseball player, but you can have one or two tools and still get drafted. Yeah. So once I realized that, it's like I'm going to hone in on what, you know, my strengths are. Yeah. I'm I think gonna, that's
0: yeah. a really relatable to some of our Nashville audience that yeah, <coughs> especially our musician friends I hear that a lot about town too that you don't um, one of my best friends uh, used to play downtown okay. and was saying that you know you don't have to be an incredible player or, um, or singer to to get a gig downtown you just have to have a couple of strong aspects to your to your performance and then get your foot in the door and then maybe yeah. use that as a ground to to hone the rest of your skills. Absolutely. That's how
1: it sort of is in the draft. You know, sometimes teams will draft a kid knowing he's a uh, potential.
2: A potential, you know, sort of. And that's, and that's what it is. Yeah. It's a lot on tools, ability. They call it a ceiling. You know, what 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 is a ceiling on this particular player? Um, so there's a lot of little intricate things that go into it. But, yeah, what you're saying, not, not too far from uh, – you know, obviously, completely different industries, but not not too far in those aspects. Yeah. Just like one or two good things that you can really showcase or highlight, and you could start your career. I
0: feel like a lot of things are like that, though. Like there's a uh, careers where uh, you know there's. I mean, I'm going through something like that right now at my uh, my my day job, where it's I'm I'm very good, or you see people not to make it about me, but you see people who might be really good at something and you're like you know you got potential to do something more but you don't have the other things that go along with that so let's put you into a position where you're like you can do two things you can either throw somebody to the wolves and then you're like they're going to either step up or if they're going to fail or you can kind of ease them in and be like okay you have this you can kind of you know step up a little gradually kind of thing yeah i guess it depends on the
1: it's like talent versus qualification you know in my industry it's like i only have a two-year degree i work in engineering the two-year engineering degree, but really I need four to really a full engin- – I need a license to do what I really want to do. Right. But at the same time, you know, they they pay me well, and they keep – you know what I'm saying? They they know I knew what the fuck I'm doing. I, I'm literally the only records man in the
2: company.
0: When you get you know a know four-year engineering degree, your shirt has rings on it. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> they <laughs> it throw in the rings on those of Yes, yes. Well, I will they say, do. though, and and you m- might can attest to this, is – you find your niche, you know. Maybe mm-hmm. it's – I mean, if you need a four-year degree to do this, you know, maybe it is, but a lot of times you've got your two-year and you find your niche and you're just knocking it down. Yeah. So it what, just do, what is your degree? In, in uh, business management. Cool. Yeah.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. Like I guess that works out.
0: Whatever you guys are having there. Yeah.
1: This is the good stuff. I, I, I'm afraid to drink this because uh, I don't want to, like, drink all your stuff. So, don't be afraid. But I got to say, this H. Clark is fucking – Dope. It's really good. You call it. It's me. got this unique, like, super mashy. Well, uh, like, uh, Chris is
0: talking up to H. Clark. I'll try some of that. Okay. You want some ice in there? Or? Please. Yeah. Okay. Thank, thank yeah. you. So while um, you guys are doing that, which I appreciate, yeah. I, I need to bring up something that I've heard a lot of, and this might be a cliche thing, so stop me if it's stupid. But so <laughs> growing up in a town, especially where there's a lot of people, that all, all the baseball um, you know, the teams come down, all the, all the camps come down mm-hmm. to, uh, to practice. So you have a lot of baseball folk around all the time, and there's lore that goes around. It's, uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's uh, Florida has a lot of football, a lot of uh, baseball, soccer, you know, basketball. So there's a lot of sports. And what you hear all the time is that the locker rooms in the baseball camps are the fucking raunchiest, worst locker rooms, the most uh, are egregious.
1: we about. Uh, <laughs> Like Very, against each other, yeah. like against, oh, okay. like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, no. I
0: mean, like
1: including smells, oh. including or no, know, no like, I'm, I'm
0: talking about the shit talkingest, most oh, like, yeah, like, oh uh, yeah, oh, and the jokes and the yeah, pranks, yeah, yeah the yeah, jokes yeah. and the pranks yeah. are the best.
1: Because if you're not doing that, you're not probably not having a good time or fitting in, and you got to right. have fun with it, yeah, you know, because yeah.
2: there's it's going to be a grind where, you know, you just you don't want to you don't want to come to the yard for another day and see the same guys, but you, if you yeah. start having fun with it, then it. You know, it takes it to another level. We had some guys when I was at Gulf Coast where uh, one guy shows up late for practice. We know he's going to be rushing to put his, you know, get dressed out. Yeah. And uh, one of the other guys actually found a dead rat and stuffs it in his spikes. Oh. So this guy shows up late, rushes through the get ready. Yeah. Yeah. Throws. Yeah. Just tightens up his spikes. And we're we're out there warming up, you know, doing stretching, whatever. We take a lap. And this guy's – and we're full-blown in the middle of practice. Yeah. And I just told him, I said – I said Jimmy, I got to tell you man. I said just for sanitary purposes, you have a rat in your shoe, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how do you not notice yeah. there's a rat in your cleats? Well, it. so
2: it's a very it's a it's a small small shoe, but I mean, he's you probably gotta, crushed the this. So, shit I mean, you got so this is Gulf Coast, it's on Panama City, it's near Panama City Beach. So, a lot of these guys, well, while they're the most talented players I ever played with, even in pro sports, it's a party town. They gotcha. come there to party yeah, first. Yeah, Baseball yeah. was secondary for a lot of these okay, guys. Okay, okay. So he's, you know, so I tell him, and he, and you see him pick his shoe up, start wiggling it around, and he runs into the clubhouse. <laughs> and about 30 seconds later, you see the door almost come off the hinges, and he's yeah. like,
0: who did it? who did it
2: <laughs> and he is headhunting i
0: have to imagine that yeah. when you like this is this is a level that like you know me and chris can't deal with i mean I, i'm not going to speak for chris but i'm going to say on the pro athlete level when you guys like first of all like, yeah you probably wouldn't uh, imagine like an animal in your shoe because you you guys are like giants so you're like a, a, a rat to you is like a, stepping on a, a bug in your shoe but then when you guys get pissed at each other, especially. It's, it's like not when good. the it's like when the Incredible Hulk fights thing in the yeah. in the comic books. <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah. yeah.
2: it's not it's not good. I mean, you don't want to get mixed up in that, but we had everything <laughs> from uh, guys going to the other guys' apartments and dropping off like fifty frogs that they caught. Like sliding open the back screen door and just dumping off fifty frogs in their apartment. Like oh, that was shit. one, they're hopping shit. around. Then I mean then you have the old school classic of, you know, some guys show up. That's some oh, Florida shit right there, yeah. And frogs. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, I would like—I want to see the pre—the
0: <clears throat> pre-prank where you, there's like uh, a giant jock trying to gather fifty frogs in some yeah. fucking pond somewhere, <laughs> yeah. some swamp somewhere. Can you imagine that? I mean, yeah. and he's trying to throw them in what a little, a little <laughs>
2: bag? He's got fifty frogs in a bag, but and then you have the classic upper decking, which is oh, of course. You know, you guys know what that is, but, uh, it can get, it can get pretty ugly. Oh, so it just depends on how they want to play it. So what did you go from like the college hijinks to, uh,
1: the Marlins, man?
2: So, uh, after my senior year at central Florida, uh, like I said, I, I did the grind my junior year through the off season, got myself in shape and, so yeah, uh, good, good senior year then good senior year. If yeah. I would have had my, my senior year, my junior year, I might've had a chance of getting paid in yeah. the draft, but, yeah. uh. Ended up being a 30th round pick, so late round pick. They asked me, "Do I want to play?" I said, "Tell me where." Yeah. So uh, they sent me to. Uh, so got drafted by the Marlins in the 30th round in 03. Mm-hmm. and uh, they sent me to Jamestown, New York, which was uh, first town I ever played professional baseball in. Yeah. If you want to call it that's professional where baseball, that's like where their minor baseball. teams at. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah. they've but got. Yeah. I, can you actually
0: explain what part of New a little York bit because? Is that? I, I don't think a lot of people, including myself, know how this works. Like, you get drafted by a Florida team, you end up playing in another state. Like, how does that whole thing – like, uh, are, how does that – like, the, the major versus their minor league um, – uh, like, how does that all like, – So, it's
2: a, it's a labyrinth. And that's where the minor league guys go to uh, – Yeah, I mean, if, if you progress and make it to the big leagues, it's a fantastic path. If you mill around the minor leagues for five, ten – 15 years, I mean, that's a real possibility. So, um, for us with the Marlins, Jamestown was the first stop on the road. Well, they have a rookie ball level that's even lower than that, which is if you get drafted right out of high school. Mm-hmm. If You get drafted out of college, they typically send you to the short season team. Um, after that, there's a what they call low season A, which for us was in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, low season, which is a full season, so then you start playing a 140 game schedule yeah um after that was jupiter florida which is where the spring training site is for the marlins Mm -hmm. so they have a league that actually plays down there um next stop on the road at that particular time was uh, zebulon north carolina yeah right outside of raleigh that was a double a so that's when you that's when you really have a shot at it if you can get to double a they say you're a call away Mm -hmm. and we had. So I played with Anibal Sanchez who So you were in the Double A? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, a couple years uh, 07 08 in Double A and we had guys get called off our team straight to the big leagues. And this particular uh, guy's still playing in the big leagues I think with the Braves. Anibal Sanchez got calls up off our team and throws a no-hitter in the big leagues same year. Wow, so double A was a call away. I mean, you can see yeah. it, you can smell it, and you it's can like taste it. It's some Bull Durham it. shit, man. Yeah, I love it, dude. <laughs> whoever made Bull Durham was yeah. definitely a minor league guy, or worked very closely with a yeah. minor league guy. Because
1: you could tell th- they had yeah, the grind. Well, also, the if you're
0: um, if you're waiting to get called, like if you if you're hoping for something that is a you know that you have to it, it is a dream, you know, and and there's like there's some people that go to it and some people that fall off and disappear mm. you don't want to be in a town called jamestown where like a whole civilization of people disappeared back in in, in the in the early days of the country like, well i can tell you <laughs> so it's
2: a different jamestown but it's the same idea. <laughs> it's a different it's a Your different town wrong, but same totally. idea you don't want to be in jamestown yeah, well, we're, we're uh, when about the only bar in town is called the rusty nail
0: Oh and shit! Uh, no, we, have, we have a rusty nail here, and it's dirty as hell. <laughs> you <laughs> know what's funny? I think that every, holds true, <laughs> <laughs> regardless n- of there town. There must be
1: a hundred dusty nails in this fucking oh. Country, <laughs> rusty. <so. laughs> oh, they, 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 rusty nails, dusty <laughs> rusty nails, rusty or dusty nails. Yeah, either way. At this point. It, if you go to
0: the rusty nail in Hermitage, you will get tetanus just yeah. from walking in that place because oh, yeah. it is rusty. So. so, so did you ever,
1: you know, get pretty close or? or?
0: Yeah, I mean, I was, you know,
2: with, with being in double I felt like, it, you know, I had some opportunity there. Um, as a 30th-round pick, you're basically just filling a roster spot so the first-rounders can yeah, sure. hone their skills on the way to the big leagues. Yeah. Uh, but I mixed in in some big league games in spring training. Uh, had some at-bats off of some of the best pitchers in the big leagues right now. Uh, Verlander, Kershaw. That's amazing. I mean, saw 100-mile-an-hour fastballs. I mean, it was – you I you ever, was close. Did you, did you hit on – did you get a – did you – Get a good hit, get a base hit. So off Verlander I'm two for two, batting a thousand. What? Uh, off Kershaw I'm pretty much O for the century. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That guy's dirty. Yeah. And and there's a reason why he's winning Cy Young awards and in uh, making the big bucks. And not to say that Verlander's not, but uh, yeah, both those guys are uh, in my mind they're both be full you know, shoe in Hall of Famers. So So we'll what, see what happens. What prompted you to quit? What prompted you to say, All right, dude, I gotta do so in 08 um, I get released out of camp by the Marlins I'm one week away from breaking camp and went and played in a what they call independent baseball it's separate from affiliated major league baseball mm-hmm. uh, my manager was actually Tommy John the Tommy John uh, that you hear all the surgeries on the arms about and oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah played for the Yankees mm-hmm. for I don't know. I mean, he played in the big leagues for over 20 years. Yeah. And, uh, That's the Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it was indie Balls in Bridgeport, uh, Connecticut. It was a, I mean, it was a, it was kind of an intermediate, you know, you're, you're trying to get back into affiliated ball. We never asked, where are you from, Barry? Florida. Okay. Yeah. We right did outside ask. of Panama so, yeah, City. My Panama. bad. I'm,
1: sl- I'm sleeping in a little bus. But so you like, so you're this Florida kid
2: moving all over the country, man. Yeah, you're bouncing around, and it's just – for me, it was just, you know, I'm coast along coast for the ride, you know. And I told you guys this before we started the podcast was, you know, I was already way over my talent level. You know, I, I worked my way into getting some opportunities. But talent-wise, you know, I walked on from my high school into community college. Yeah. And then honed skills from there to get a scholarship and then was a late-round pick, so – you know, I was kind of an underdog the whole way, but probably played at a much
0: higher level than I should have. Um, also, I want to make a side note real quick to say, oh, uh, I'm not going to – there's plenty – there's lots of things in life that thread people together, but we've all gotten along since we, we've all three of us met. And I wonder – there's a I, – I, I'm a big fan of Venn diagrams and saying where do things overlap, like how do people mm-hmm. – <clears throat> and it's funny to think about – all three of us separately grew up in places where other people go to vacation. Mm-hmm. Like Nashville, Panama, uh Orlando, Orlando, Orlando. We grew up in yep. vacation Like towns. I, I, if yeah. you if you live in a place where other people save up to go mm-hmm. or like there's a lot of tourists all the time. Like I wonder if that does something to your mentality mm-hmm. to where you're like you have some kind of certain, I don't know. I think
1: like, you you have a certain I'm over it mentality in a way. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you grew up in like I'm born and raised in Nashville. I mean, yeah, I love this yeah. town. And what's funny is with Nashville's growth, uh, I'm sort of back in it. But at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, being born and raised here, yeah, you know, I'm a bit over it. I've seen it. You know, I've done mm-hmm. it. Well, it's getting so too big. You know, in gone. the in this particular case, it's getting Pretty too big. In Orlando,
2: um, I mean, it's just it's so it's hard to move around there. It's hard yeah. to move around. I yeah. mean,
0: we were there about the same time and you can remember when UCF was like a small campus. Yeah. And now exactly. they're like now they're one of the biggest campuses in the in in the state. Even though, you know, y- y- you have your, you know, your Seminoles and your Gators and your Hurricanes, yeah. but UCF has got one of the biggest campuses for Which students one? it's yeah. in yeah. the country. Yeah. It's
2: like tops in yeah. the country as far as uh, enrollment. So they have And it's there huge, was
0: I don't mean to interrupt to Chris, but there was and you might remember this or you might not. I don't know, but right on University University, I'm sorry university there was a still a pizza hut that did the buffet oh where you can go in there and you can get the pizza hut buffet oh yeah they don't want to see me coming in there because i will
2: crush (laughs) yes yes
0: (laughs) i mean we're talking like circa you know like 99 2000 but it was still it was still over but all right man so i I didn't mean to interrupt your story no so we're uh where do we pick up we are so got picked up by the marlins mm -hmm. was trying to mill my way through the
2: minor leagues um It checked out in AA, got released. Played independent baseball. Played indie ball. Yeah. Is that Um, like uh,
1: what's what's that show on HBO? There. What's his face? Kenny Powers. Yeah. Yeah. Independent baseball. Eastbound
2: and Down. Yeah. So the first, uh, I actually went to a wedding with uh, one of my ex-girlfriends, and (laughs) I'm I'm sitting there, and we're, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, you're sitting at a table with people you don't know. They're going around the table, say, "Hey, what do you do? You know, what do you do?" And I'm like, "Well." You know, I play minor league baseball, and then in the off season, I substitute teach because that's what I did at the time. Yeah, you know, no I'd shit. Come home. I didn't know that no, about you. Yeah, nice, I'd, nice. I'd come home and I'd substitute teach, and this dude looks at me, and I and this is when Eastbound and Down first came out. Yeah. He looks at me and he goes, "Dude, you're Kenny fucking Powers." <laughs> <laughs> and I go, "I go what?" And he goes, "You're Kenny fucking yeah. Powers, man." <laughs> you need to check that shit yeah. out. Yeah. And I was like, "All right." So I took a look at it, and it was, I mean. It was pretty dead on. It was pretty dead on because, so going back to Jamestown, the first place that they sent me, you know, it's kind of off the beaten path, New York, uh, you know, like a country farming town in New York. And everybody there wore mullets. Really? For haircuts.
1: Even in the mid-2000s?
2: Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely.
1: Especially
0: especially in the mid-2000s. There are rednecks in the north, people. Believe it. Are you kidding me? Believe
2: it. Yeah. So, and when you know, when a ball team rolls into town, you stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. You know, you're in a farming town and you got a bunch of guys and You their, got a fresh cut type beard. Yeah, in their mid twenties. No, Marlins at this time had a no facial hair policy. Really? So I had to grow oh, the shit. sideburns down to the max level yeah, yeah. and then I had to grow a mullet.
1: Oh. You grew up Believe it. What? I want to
0: fit what? in.
2: Yes! I want to fit in. Can you
1: send us a we picture all, so we can yeah, post like that oh, Absolutely. Look, we we, have, all, to, we have, that, have to post that's that. That's right. He, the, he's actually,
0: show. you know, he's, he's on a good point. We all want to fit in, right? So sometimes you do some shit where you're like, yeah, man. I'm just, well, it, it seems cool in the moment. I love it. And you're like, well, this is the thing. You go into this town, and it's
2: all guys <clears throat> in their 20s, and you're in a farming town, and you stick out like a sore thumb. They yeah. know who you are. Oh, yeah. you're a Jamestown jammer. Like, you play on the local. Yeah. You know, a ball team. And the team. girls they, were like,
1: "Oh, he's a Jamestown <laughs>
2: Well, if there were girls, maybe, but in this particular town, <laughs> they're like, "Look at this I, I told you the only bar there was the Rusty Nail, so it was it was and it well, was a lot of rusty old dudes." I say that very very nice people in that town, so I don't want to take we anything you, away James. from that. But I, I'll tell you this: I I go to the local uh, barber and I just jump up in the chair and I say, "Mullet, please." Yeah. Like, well, hold I, on, I on wanted, a second. I wanted to it. like fit in with the locals. I don't want to like, jump ahead. Dig
0: in. I don't want to jump ahead too much. But could this be where you got your your passion for uh for grooming? <laughs> could have been, actually. <clears throat> I didn't even think about this. Maybe subconsciously started thinking about, you know, Dude, do you, you saw those adapt?
1: glorious locks laying on your back right there? Because there was <laughs> no. there
0: was an era in sports and and I mean not too long ago, like we're talking our era where Nowadays, everybody's uh, beards are nice and quaffed and everything, but there was an era where, like the big bushy, like rambling, was like was in. You just let it fucking roll. It just There's like,
2: still a lot yeah. of that out yeah. there, especially actually. in playoff baseball.
1: Yeah, there. playoff baseball, like playoff, hockey. playoff
2: hockey. Yeah, they let the beard grow. Yeah, man, let it hang down a little bit. So, so. wait, I had a question. <laughs>
0: Thinking about the fucking mullet. So, <laughs> yeah. the, right? mullet, the mullet was sweet, actually. <laughs> just, a buddy of mine jumped in, he jumped just shut the right show down me. with the mullet. Yeah. yeah. So like... yeah, and, and,
2: and going back to Kenny Powers with yeah, that. I, love I Kenny mean had So I love mean, money. if you take the three things of he was a minor league player, yeah. he was substitute teaching, and he yeah. had a mullet, and that guy told me I was Kenny Powers, I was like, yeah. Well, shit. After I saw the show, I was like, Maybe I am Kenny Powers, Yeah. <laughs>
1: So like so when when did you decide this is it, yeah, man? And was it a scary thing? You're like, fuck, no so more. Well.
2: The the general rule of thumb is when you get released from an affiliated team, sure. you know, in the MLB like the Marlins, and then you go to Indy ball. My mindset was Indy ball is where players go to die. Sure. You know, like your career's over. Yeah. And when I when I got there, my manager was Tommy John, you know, twenty years with the Yankees. Um, we had three or four Former big leaguers On our team Mm -hmm. Then we were playing Against Long Island Ducks Their whole lineup Was former big leaguers And I I don't mean like Five six years ago Like we're playing Men's league baseball I mean Carl Everett was A year off of a uh, World series With the White Sox What was was he doing there I mean Yeah He was too much Of a hothead Nobody wanted to sign him You know And you know He had a temper But yeah I mean So he's like Wearing a world series ring And he's playing in our league So I mean We had legit Big league guys In that league So it turned me around I'm like Okay, well, maybe I can get back into affiliated ball and give it a go. Yeah. But that year, I had a great year, made the all-star team, uh, didn't get any bites back into affiliated ball. And I just said, hey, man, I'm 28 years old. This is the end of the road. I gave it a good run. Yeah. You know, the writing's on the wall here. You know, I'm already behind the curve with the rest of my buddies that we, you know, we graduated and they're already off in the workforce, earning, living, like they're starting to grow families, and I feel yeah. like I'm behind the eight ball. So I just said, "Hey, it's time. Let's hang yeah. it up."
0: Yeah. And I feel like we can uh, keep on going with this, but for the for the sake of uh, you know the brevity in the show, I I feel like we're definitely gonna have you on again because we like hanging out with you. Yeah. So, but for the sake of the first episode, let's uh for time wise, let, let's jump ahead to now you're uh let's I, jump ahead to smoking d- d- a cigarette d- after d- d- had how, how do you <laughs> go to? <laughs> How do you go to uh, from like from that to uh, like obviously now your what your current business like what what was the transitionary? So there was a lot of things that happened in that interim. So
2: moved to Nashville, started actually working at Old Hickory Baseball Bat Company. Uh, that's right. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. so we so and I still rep for them to this day, and I I think I always will because I I love baseball and and they make great product. Uh, I was started in production with them. But so they make bats for Mike Trout, J.D. Martinez. I mean, you name some of the top big so leaguers. Where, oh,
1: we're so where? Uh, so they're they're in Old Hickory, Tennessee, or no,
2: just north of here in Goodlettsville, Tennessee. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, 25 minutes north of here. So so
1: you moved – When did you move to Nashville?
2: Uh, yep, 08. Okay. So not did. right. Pretty much right after you quit yep. ball, and then finished playing ball, moved yep. here, and started at Old Hickory, That's and cool. I was That's able cool. to learn. So and this will bring us up to the present day. Sure of just learning the ins and outs of, of small business. Okay. So, you know, we made a custom product for a higher-end market, guys that were very serious, very competitive. So, like I said, I mean, we uh, at Old Hickory, um, supplying guys' bats on probably – well, definitely every Major League Baseball team, two to three guys on every team. So that's interesting. So not all the market, but – Probably thirty percent of the market or so,
1: yeah. and very very so, high sell, level. Sell me a baseball bat. Why? Why buy your mm. really expensive bat versus? You know, what I'm saying like, is that like? How did you even
2: get? Don't into put them the on the boutique? spot, dude. We've been no. drinking. No, no uh, whiskey. On no, that, no seriously. No, actually, I mean, my question is, how do you even get I, into and, the? And it's funny because I get this question. It. I get this question anywhere I go. Yeah, you know, because I'm in sales. You know, so I rep for them. And I get this question all the time, and I'll yeah. tie in the uh, the beard oil with this sure. because I learned very, very valuable lessons at Old Hickory. Is the quality and the hand craftsmanship that goes into it. Mm-hmm. So, and everybody's going to finish their product a little bit differently, whether you're talking about baseball bats or beard oil, you know. But the fact that it's handcrafted, uh, you have your own formula to how you do things, mm-hmm. and you just don't ever skimp on quality. Yeah, because if you do things right, the quality will show out and then the reorders come in and that's where your business grows. Yeah, you don't ever do anything just because it's a great margin, Sure, you know, and just shell something out there. Anybody
1: could sell something one time.
2: Exactly. And yeah. that's and, that, and that's not what we do. And that's what I learned from Old Hickory that I took into, you know, Winter's Beard Company is just the hands craftsmanship the quality of it and actually digging in and building relationships with your customers yeah I mean I've got guys that'll that'll call me up three four years down the road and say hey man usual order you know it's almost like Mm -hmm. you're at a bar yeah you know you're the you're you're in a chair sitting at the end of the bar and they and people show up and it's just like hey man the usual yeah you know that's cool. And you get guys that just reorder like that, and that's what I took into the, into the winners piece of, just making a qual. I mean, quality comes first. If yeah. you can't stand behind it, there's no even reason to be in it. And that and that goes unsaid. And so, we're talking about winners' beard oil here. Yeah. So how yes, much? Uh,
0: I mean, when, uh, apparently we, we've jumped right into it. So let's go ahead and talk about it because yeah, uh, it. this is actually what you know the whole idea of this podcast was. Yeah. So let's let's talk about it, man. Uh, you have winners' beard oil. Uh, you guys have been doing it very well. So how does the, how do you get into how, how does this how does this become going from the from the bat thing the business and and what I was gonna say was how interesting it was that you talked about learning the business stuff and mm-hmm. which helped you out in this in your current endeavor because a lot of people will find something they're passionate about and then try to figure out how to make it into a business right and then you like we see that a lot in Nashville with like bar owners that are like I want to own a bar and then they buy a bar and they're like. I don't know nothing about owning a bar, and yeah. this is this sucks.
2: And <laughs> so the passionate piece will only get you so far. Yeah, sure. you know everybody tells you like get something that you're passionate about and then just dig into it. I don't want to say that's a hundred percent false, but that's not really how it works. Mm-hmm. There has to be a niche there, and that's I mean the people will tell you, the demand will tell you, mm-hmm. you know is there a business there? So the how I got into the beard oil deal was uh, my original partner that I started the business with. This is David. Uh, no, this is uh, Dustin. Sorry. Yeah, Dustin. Dustin McKenzie. So, McKenzie. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We call we call him Mac. I get but, my uh, names wrong sometimes. When former. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that will happen. He uh, calls me Joni all the time. <laughs> sometimes
1: Mitchell when I'm angry. It's yeah. fine.
2: <laughs> but he's a former Marine, and just I mean, he's one of those guys that he's he's pretty upfront. Mm-hmm. He's right in your face. He tells you exactly what's on your mind uh what's on his mind and he always had a beard like post military you know so yeah. he's a, he's a he's a veteran uh probably tired
1: he, tired of shaving his face like those marlins back in the day <laughs> exactly but.
2: facial hair policies yeah, suck man. so he um he's always got a beard and i started growing a beard but i'm like man it always gets itchy you know i don't uh, you know i will get like a week into it and, the, and I would tell him, I'm like, man, how do you grow a beard? Because he always had a big beard. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, you know, probably two weeks into me growing this beard. I'm like, I'm going to stick this thing out. He brings me some beard oil. Went to the Green Hills Mall, picks up, you know, Art of Shaving, beard oil, brings it to me. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, man, just rub this in there. You, you'll be good to go. Yeah. So I did. I was like, man, this is actually a lot more comfortable, you know, no chafing. And, you know, yeah, it moisturizes yeah. a little hmm. bit. And then when I, and I started looking at it, and I was like, hmm, this is a good formula, but it was a little too sweet. You know, it was a little bit too, yeah. you know, a little bit too greasy. I've got one that's a little musky at the house right now. Yeah.
1: It's a little too musky.
2: Well, we're going like to set you musky. up before you, before you <laughs> leave out of here, so don't worry, <laughs> don't worry about that.
1: So but that's it
2: yeah, so, hits you. You're like learning how to grow a yeah. beard. Yeah, so I'm learning how to grow a beard. He hits me with the beard oil. Um, so I started researching it, but the same week that he hit me with the beard oil and I do a lot of the, uh, the website building and some of the backend website, uh, things at old Hickory back yeah. company. And they, uh, we host our, uh, e-commerce platform through Shopify okay. and they send us and they always send out emails. Shopify always sends out emails about companies that are up and coming and killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I get an email from them about a company called beard brand and they're doing beard oils and you know combs and everything for they're mainly more geared to just beards as far as not overall men's grooming but yeah and they were killing it yeah. i mean the numbers that they were spouting off on this email and i'm like man if this thing is even yeah. real yeah. and i knew like you know the facial hair thing was it was past trendy and it was starting to really set in yeah so and like, so like so circle so what a circle year we talked about here. It. Like this is stif- 2015, right? Because
0: okay, the, the reason I'm asking, and we're, we're going to run along on this podcast because this is super interesting, but I guess I got a bunch of questions, but cause yeah. I, I have a bunch of theories and questions. It's yeah. like, so you're talking circa 15. Uh, obviously, it, it's cliche and stupid to talk about, but it has to be said. Do you think the, uh, the un- obviously the influx in bearded, People like the hipster, the, the beards, like mm-hmm. the whole thing. Like uh, not even hipsters. Like hipsters are a section of it. But even like the fact that beards are becoming, uh, you know, uh, more popular in the, in, in the last five years, it, th- that had to have it had to have created this new cottage industry. That I mean, it, it was always a thing, but now you guys, it's actually a relevant thing. Right. You guys could like, okay, now there used to maybe there was this might have been a a a thing that one percent of the population wanted, but now. 25% of the population want well, it. I think, wanting, I think right. dudes like,
1: want fashion too, right? And, and like, okay, men's clothing is oftentimes basic. It's all about accessories, which makes it pop, right? What's another accessory? Your face, man, like the beard, you know? Like, mm-hmm. to me, right. it's fashion, you know? Like, I think it's becoming more acceptable for men to be fashionable.
0: Chris actually carries around a salt Absolutely. shaker for his lobster <clears throat> at all times. I do. <laughs> I can actually carry around the lobster too.
2: <laughs> well, there's a couple things that go into that. Is it's more acceptable? It's more acceptable in the workplace to have a beard now, where yeah. it wasn't. I Back mean, in the day, you always even have and that's kind of how we, I mean. And we don't try to pigeonhole, you know, who our customers are going to be, but you know, kind of being at the higher end of the spectrum. I mean, the guys that wear, you know, a suit to work every day. I mean, that might that that's part of our target target demographic you or know, the athlete but, with a dope ass beard. Exactly. You know? So, I mean, it can, it can span, but it's, uh, it's not going away, I guess is the yeah. thing. And we kind of dug in on that where this is here to stay. Yeah. You know, let's see what we can offer. And when he brought me that, uh, that beard oil on that day, I said, uh, I got the email from Shopify. Yeah. And realized this company was killing it. So I started doing more research and more research. And I thought, okay, so this is a niche here. We Mm. can get inside this niche. And that goes back to the, you know, if you're passionate about something, that's great. But that doesn't make a business. So did you call it McKinsey and be like, hey, bro, I've been doing some research. Yeah, I told him. I said, hey, man, you brought me this beard oil. I said, it's good. I've been doing some research. I just got an email from Shopify that said there's other companies out there doing this thing and they're killing it. I already knew, you know, roughly how to build websites and that type of deal. So I said, I can I can have this a, a website up and running in a week. And let's start formulating. Let's yeah. start formulating. You know, because in, in a lot of industries, there's regulations. Mm-hmm. So in the beard oil industry, the FDA regulates almost nothing. Yeah. Which is... Really weird in my now, mind. Now,
0: I also do want to say this though. Let's not um, sleep on the passion part of it. Like yeah. we, we, we've done a lot of business talk here, mm-hmm. but obviously there was something that caught your eye that was like, uh, that was like, okay, this is something that I'm interested. In. Like you obviously had a some kind of passion for it, or some kind of a, uh, or some kind of uh, intrigue that uh, it, maybe passion is wrong word, but you had an intrigue.
2: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there's so, I think my passion grew from Max' passion that post military. He always had a beard and yeah. he was basically telling me how awesome it was. He's and I was envious of his yeah, beard sure. because he would grow it and I'm like, man, it gets itchy, you know, and I would just, you know, I have a technique to grow my beard
1: out. This yeah. like my process.
0: buddy Brent, my, my, my best friend back yeah, know, home, Brandon, no I know he listens. Anymore. Shout out to Brandon. Chris has met him a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, uh, he's got this big, he's a, he's this a uh, redhead, got blonde guy burly. Got, got a big, curly beard. Oh, if you got and, a I, red beard. That's the best kind. I always of beard. tell him. I was like, man, you should grow your beard out. I like it when it's out. and, and the, men love ginger beards. The big beards thing that he always says is yes, please. Oh, the big thing he always says is, hey, man, it's it's just uncomfortable to sleep. It's it's itchy, and I don't I don't like to sleep in it. It's weird, and uh, something like, of course, this this was years ago before it was popular. So now I think you know a product like, uh, you know what, man, I'm gonna. make yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? I'm going Absolutely, for the. uh right, guys, we're drinking it up right now. We're, yeah, no, we're getting into
2: the good stuff. This is what it's all yeah. about. Well, scotch.
0: Also, if I can take a uh, a side note real quick, we're definitely gonna have to have uh, H Clark on the podcast no, because I scotch, really, I really enjoyed yeah,
1: bourbon. The bourbon, yeah.
0: I really enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. That Tennessee black and tan. It had a very, it had almost like a, a coffee flavor to it. That was really. I gotta say, I like yeah. this H. Clark, man.
2: It's an oatmeal uh, it's cool. stout. It's yeah. a, a playoff of beer, actually. Yeah, it's
1: got so much flavor. It's it does. Yeah, it does.
2: No, they do it right. They do it right. Sorry. Where were we? Cheers. We were talking about oh, nice. you guys. Yeah. Salud. Cheers, gents. Thank you so much. Glad to have you guys over. Yeah, thank you for having us. Okay. So delicious.
1: So, where were we again?
0: So we're modern day now. We're talking about the uh, the beard oil. We're talking about uh, how you got into the business, yep. um, oh the passion God. behind it. That is really good. It's almost it's almost hard to get back on track when a <laughs> bourbon that good. It's like holy shit. It's got yeah, that's that
2: caramel good. flavor. It's you
1: know it's good, yeah. and you yeah. got to pick up the bottle. Wait a second. Let me look. Yeah,
0: that's, yeah. So that's
2: good. the good stuff. Holy shnakies. Um So yeah, so so, back so we're to here back in town,
0: and uh, there's a. It just goes back to what you were just saying about it. what does your product stand out like now that this industry is popular,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: and I, I, I might be skipping some steps here, but, uh, right, right I, this is it. I'm going to jump to the questions that I want to ask. Sure, so about now, me. now that this industry is popular, mm-hmm. uh, winners, obviously you got a great name. It's right th- right there. You put yourself, you're like the, uh, like when somebody puts the, uh, double A in front of their name in the phone book, yeah. you're like, you're like, well, we're winners. We'll, so like we're, we're the best. And
2: we'll get into that too, but there's a lot more behind the name that, uh, that goes into it. Um, but as far as I think you're kind of going down the road is what separates us, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, going back to the old hickory is the hand craftsmanship. I mean, everything's made in small batches. So if you take a bottle of our oil and you turn it around, it's exactly like a small batch of whiskey. You'll what? see that you'll yeah. see the number on it. Yeah. It's hand labeled. Um, it's all manufactured by hand. Well, it's um, funny I was going to say, where, did you guys bash
1: this stuff up yourself? When absolutely. Started? That's yeah. what I was no, curious no, no. about. Yeah, like, yeah, no, it's yeah. all hands-on by oh, wow. us.
2: Nice. Yeah, by us. I mean, you learn man. how to make this stuff? Absolutely. And that's absolutely. where I said the research came in. You know, you start researching different formulas. You go through, I don't know, dozens and dozens of different formulas. This one's too greasy. This one doesn't smell right. You know this doesn't have well. That's the right where the passion comes. in. I was talking about before. Yeah, right? absolutely. That, so that, that's yeah. where that comes in. You, so a, you
0: actually went out and you figured out how to do it, all this shit. It's
2: a it's a passion for making a superior product. When you yeah. when you when you get a hold of a product and you're like, man, this is good, but you you feel like there could be something better, and you really dig in, you do the research, and you start laying some things out there, and then you realize, man, I. I I think we actually can do this better, yeah. and then you start getting yeah. some feedback from some guys, and they're telling you, "and this is the best smelling, this is the best smelling beard oil I've ever gotten a hold of," or yeah. you know, really conditions or whatever the case is. But you start getting that feedback, and then you realize, okay, I'm on the right path. Yeah, we're doing this thing right. So, so are we
1: going to do a spray on beard oil anytime soon? <laughs> the spray piece—I don't know. I don't know. You'd be the first to do it, I yeah. guarantee. No, I
2: think our and our consistency is a little bit thicker due to the ingredients. I tease. I tease, But <laughs> well, let's talk about this, man. Let, I might make you something custom, man. Actually, Chris, I might make you something custom because, like I said, we're—I mean, we've been through several Good. formulas.
0: So oh, it's going to be a share
1: your Chris,
0: but share your buzz, Chris beard oil. Yeah. No, actually, let's talk about that a little bit because um, coming from, like, you guys both actually have beards, you grow it out. Like, I've never been able to grow out much facial hair. I have I got your standard, like, I mean, I've done the, I've done, like, the trying thing, but mm-hmm. I've never been able to grow, like, a full... So, what is it exactly for people who, for, for the layman out there, like, what is it about the beard, the facial hair that makes it require such, uh, such, yeah, such, such, such care? Really?
2: So, and we'll get down, well, let's call it a scientific level, but... When you're growing out a beard, it takes away the natural oils of your face. The mm-hmm. facial hair protruding out through your skin will take it absorbs, away. absorbs. It's like grass growing. It takes moisture from the soil. Exactly. Yeah. It takes away mm-hmm. the natural oils from your face. So um, sebum is the natural oil like typically in mm-hmm. your skin. Um,
0: in our and ba- if you want to get super grossed out, sebum is that stuff. At the at like four o'clock in the afternoon, if you run your pinky finger around the nostril of your nose, is that gross oil that comes around yeah. the nostril of your nose? Right, <laughs> mm.
2: but it's absolutely essential yes, to keeping yeah. you know your face from drying out. Sure. So the uh, the base oil in our beard oil is jojoba oil, which is the most. Which
0: means it carries a bindle stick and walks down a railroad track, <laughs> <laughs> straight scrape from all the hobos'
1: faces in Nashville. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, I couldn't help it.
1: Sorry. <laughs> That's gross. Yeah. So you totally ruined that vibe, but
0: yeah. Dude, <laughs> I can't help it. I'm a dad. I make dad jokes. Can
1: I I mess
2: yeah. with you. So what's jojoba oil? Me. So <laughs> jojoba oil is uh, it's the closest natural oil to the oil in your skin, in your skin sebum. Yeah, so yeah. Um, and that's our base. Cool. And it's not. And again, like when I said, you know, when I was talking about making a quality product. It's uh, it's not the cheapest oil out there, mm-hmm. you know, because you can run a lot of cheaper oils in there, but it's the it's the oil that closely, that most closely mimics the oil in your in your skin naturally. So, so. You,
1: it's it's a natural rejuvenation. You yeah, know absolutely.
2: Saying? So which is a plus because
1: oftentimes you know I've had several beard beard oils, they're just almost fragrant in a way. It's like they just want to put yeah. a shine and a fragrance on your face. Exactly. And maybe they're not so much. Com-
2: so Pretty the base bad, yeah. oil, yeah, being jojoba, is going to replenish the natural oils in your skin. Because that's mm-hmm. the first thing is, like I was saying, when I started growing a beard was, it gets itchy, yeah. right? It mm-hmm. gets itchy because it's taking that natural oil out of your face. You yeah. replace that with the jojoba. You replace the sebum with the jojoba, and now it's not as itchy anymore. Where, so. where, where's jojoba from? Like, what is that made of? Um a particular plant? No, yeah, it's actually okay. a plant. Jojoba so part. the jojoba plant. Cool. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's just a natural oil from that particular plant. So there's Golden jojoba. I think there's uh, like a white up, or a yeah. clear. Um, I don't know exactly. I'm, sorry, was, but yeah. I'm, a, I'm a science yeah.
0: dork, dude. No. <laughs> so okay, so I'm where are go where that plant's From, you we have the business. We have the uh. You you you're doing well. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, like the accolades. Like you guys have. You guys now you got your shit down. You're doing some stuff. You we got, got your, a good formula. You got a good formula, and uh so how'd you end up like you guys have actually had some, some, uh, a really good year. Yeah. So how did that come to fruition? How did that, how did you guys go from being a, uh, like, you know, I I got a good formula. I want to try this out to actually being like, okay, this is a good business model that we have. Like, let's
2: so, and I'll kind of start it back at the beginning in 2015 when we started, you know, we had different bottling, we had different packaging. We're kind of figuring things out as we go. Um, we added caffeine as part of our formula, which was a game changer. Um, really? We I've heard like that. The, I've heard
0: that before, yeah. that caffeine is a big c- for skin.
2: Yeah. So for in women's eye creams, it's been around forever to uh, reduce the lines of I aging mean, around your eyes. Things, yeah. But for hair, it's. I've been using a caffeinated shampoo for years. Really? For thickening properties. Where the hell do you buy that? Yeah, no, just anywhere. I mean, Dove has it. Caffeinated I mean, shampoo? Yeah, caffeinated shampoo. I'm buying it. Just right and there. Not that I'm going bald. Will it regrow? No,
0: well, will it regrow? That. So it won't regrow. It won't regrow. But the thing is,
2: is the hair that you have, it'll make it thicker. Sure. And that's what everybody says is like, oh man, I got a beard, but it's patchy or this and that. It'll make the hair that you have thicker. Yeah. And I've been, I was using it in a shampoo for years and I said, hey, why isn't anybody doing this in so beard? Winners
1: right? can't produce oh. new follicles, but they can make it Thicken and
2: strengthen. Yeah. Yeah. So... We re i kind of it wasn't a rebrand but it was a different packaging added caffeine and then i want and i'm a i'm a perfectionist in this sense like i wanted to get everything exactly right and when we did i said okay let's go after it so we were a vendor or a um, well we got a booth at indie beauty expo in new york city last yeah, summer all, yeah 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 that's and sure. um just to get exposure you know hey we got a good thing going we got a good formula we've already had good feedback on that
1: how did you guys get in
2: on that how did you, um one of the ladies actually contacted me from the uh from the show and the, and it's not that different from what i've done at old hickory you know you're you're a vendor in a booth you know you go set up at a trade show Yeah. you try to you know you're just trying to show off your products gotcha. that kind of thing so you guys
1: got best in show or something like that or
2: yeah we got nominated for best in show That's awesome, so man. our first time out um which we were super excited about. And that kind of vindicated that, okay, we're on the right path. Yeah, I mean, are... even past the feedback from some customers already yeah. that we're doing this thing. Right. And then, I mean, cause there's companies that they've invested millions of dollars and we're, you yeah. know, we're bootstrapping this thing from it, nothing.
1: It, you guys aren't just, you're not trying to sell. I mean, obviously there's your
2: average Joe walking around there,
1: taking new products out, but you're, there's a lot of people that make things or like produce things. They're like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you're really trying to,
2: Sell your business in there too. Absolutely. I'm sure it's like Absolutely. A, you're trying yeah. to meet as many people as yeah. you can and you're trying to, you know, uh, get as I mean you're trying to build your network yeah. in that particular industry. Yeah. Because in in that industry it's new to me. You know, I was uh, from a sports background, I don't know a, a ton about the cosmetics industry yeah. going into it. But like anything else, I'm gonna research it, I'm gonna dig in and I'm gonna grind and see so, what I can so figure how out. How does
1: that like how does that time in or like tie in to Fashionista, the magazine, right? Mm-hmm. How did you guys? Was it from there that you? It got? was, it okay, was from cool. the show in New
2: York. That's awesome. Man. They uh, they picked it up and they did a feature on, uh, you know, the top ten up and coming indie. I mean, they call it indie beauty brands, but in this case, it was men's grooming for us. Sure, yeah, um, and featured us in that. So that's
1: awesome, man. You know, I mean, and that's the thing <laughs> that's is, good. you just
2: you got to put yourself out there and get, mm-hmm. you know, try to get in that spotlight and not. You know, i told the guys i said hey man i think we got something going good here we're just gonna we're gonna get out there and we're gonna go for it and see how it... i mean at least that would be a you know, deciding factor if we go there and we fall flat on our face we know hey this is not gonna work we're out so you how know it... like people just don't like it but yeah. when you have women's fashion magazines featuring you yeah, yeah. then it's like okay you're on to something That's you know because... these are people that are in the industry for years and years yeah we're yeah. a newcomer and yes. they put us right on the spot and I'm thinking, Okay, now we got something.
1: And now you're looking at, you know, ladies buying this for their men for their c exactly. you know what I mean, like because once a woman tells you something, you know what I mean like
2: Yeah. And that's and that's and those are our top customers, yeah. you know? Yeah. The a, the women that want something yeah. for their man yeah. where it's like, okay, it's a little unruly or
0: mm. I don't like the particular sense. Well, can we talk reluctant, about that for a second? Reluctant, reluctant to buy products like that. Yeah. And it right. just ties right to what you were saying and, yeah. and I was going to interrupt you, but also add to what you were saying. was uh, How do you approach people who may be like, uh, you know, they want, they want a good product, but they may be like, well, they might have that old school mentality. where maybe like, oh, it's, it's too effeminate to buy, uh, no to buy a male product. And we
2: kind of touched on that earlier about how uh, there is some fashion in the men's realm now. It is it now. It is more accepted. Yeah. You know, and before well, where men's grooming them. in general because was, like. you know, nobody really even mentioned it.
0: Yeah, yeah. lobsters. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, well, I yeah. cut you off. No. <laughs> no, the fashion and the lobsters. That's <laughs> well. That's, <laughs> a, that's also there's a there's a that whole idea of and if I could, I'm just gonna speak off the cuff my personal opinion for a second. This is, this reflects nothing against Chris or Ryan, but my personal opinion is that uh, th- this was not a new thing. Like, this is, like, men's fashion, like, men's holding themselves to a certain level was always a thing. And then, it's because we're Americans and we have, like, this idea of, like, rough and tough in it, mm-hmm. we got to this idea of, like, the last hundred years that we were supposed to be, like, fucking macho all the no, time. No, in the 80s, everyone there was, was a, soft. But there was you know, a like – but, <laughs> it, but in, in history, generally – the, the, everybody, like men still hold themselves up to a certain. I mean, we swear goddamn powder wigs for Christ's sakes. Come right. on. Like, I mean, there, there's a there, there's a level of men's fashion. Ladies, that the dudes dressed true. like
1: girls in metal bands. Well, makes and no I'll, sense. I'll tell you earlier. They, the other kids were new wave kids and they looked like little girls too. It was terrible. It's so,
2: well, tu- <laughs> touch No, when you touched about your old man, you know, my old yeah. man worked in the Federal Bureau of Prisons for 23 years. My well, dad was a welder. And, at, after yeah. serving in the Navy. So, Blue like, these, yeah, and these are, like, you know, Guys that are hardcore. I mean, these are these are men. You know, it's a blue collar like guys that are getting in there and digging in, and, sure. and they're men. And in that era, it didn't exist, mm-hmm. but now it does. And yeah. that's just. I mean, that's the that's the time that we're in, and, and it's more. I mean, it's more accepted and it's it is, encouraged. It is interesting how generationally
1: uh, beards do mean different things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure. You know, nowadays. Any, anyone can or cannot grow a beard, and it does—it doesn't reflect on their political issues or whatever, yada, but back in the right. '60s, you <laughs> grow a beard, you're like fucking, you know, this and that. Yeah. '70s, you know, I mean, you if had Chris puts a if Chris yeah. puts
0: on a Panama hat, he would be a Fidel Castro right now. You <laughs> but no, obviously, I'm just joking. But let, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the fact, though, that. We're, uh, we we figure on uh, we focus on winners beard oil, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's not just a beard oil company. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm glad for, you touched on that. Guys that like guys like me who might uh, yeah. want a male grooming product that, doesn't, that don't necessarily want to grow out a full fucking beard, or can't, or just want to have some, right. but, but still want to be uh, mm-hmm. you know still want to be a, a, as tidy or as a, a part of the, in part of the the uh, an, uh, an upscale grooming product.
2: Well, and this is the thing is, you know, we offer an aftershave and a straight razor, but even on a bigger picture and the, and this is where the name comes from. So I'm going to touch on this for a little yeah, bit. Let's do that. Do, just on the name Winners is that it's really about just men in general just taking accountability and just going to that next level. Like that's, you know, because we talked about the baseball path yeah. that I that I went down of just, you know, I was a non-prospect. I walked on. It was a it's a grinder mentality. Yeah. In really getting to that next level. Um, and if you if you ever look at our, if you ever look at our Instagram account, it's all like working out and just like getting after it type stuff. I have to and that you. Yeah, and yeah. that's and that's that's actually the the idea behind it. It doesn't matter if you have a beard. I mean, it's called Winner's Beard Co we offer aftershaves straight razors mm-hmm. combs i mean that's what we do but it's about really wanting to get better and going to that next level because
1: <laughs> winners don't quit winners push you know and
0: saying? i, I, I want to add I
2: get that i'm sorry chris no, no i'm saying i get it
1: it's about the attitude it's about like okay, say you want to look better you want to feel better you want a better beard Then work at it right you well, yeah, we I'm had a thing with it. the Marlins.
2: Yeah, it, like it said, "and we and we always said this in the minor leagues: look good, feel good, play good. Mm-hmm. Terrible English, but very, very right but on. Everyone as, can say it so as to fine. the idea. Hey, uh, if you look good, you're going to feel good. Terrible. and then if you feel good, you're going to perform well." Sure. It's so actually, we'll take away The play part of it And we talk about this In
0: regular everyday life yeah, yeah. Then you perform well Sure, It's actually not Terrible English at all It's actually very poetic It's, 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 a, yeah, it's, it's a, short uh, Vidi Vici. What uh, what uh, Caesar say When he walked into uh, When he came into uh, what The Rubicon Or the, I came I saw I conquered exactly. It was like you know, it's very, it's very easy, simple. Sometimes the most simple thing is the most poetic. But also, I want to make sure that we listen to because we have a lot of lady listeners. We have, mm-hmm. you know, actually, obviously Faith, my girlfriend, everybody, and her all her friends. We friend. got some ladies. We got mm-hmm. some ladies. So, I want to also, yeah, we in the uh, friend zone, they, reiterate they, 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 the fact <laughs> that uh, <laughs> we're talking about men's grooming products, not as a misogynistic or sexist thing, but we're able to uh, say that we we want to do our own thing like you ladies want to do your own thing. But it's not a like it's not a like hey look at us type thing. It's a, yeah you know, it's it's more of a you know it's, it's 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 amongst us like all all the teasing like we talked about locker room stuff earlier. Yeah. All the teasing, all the whatnot, all like all the bullshit we talk. It's only a bunk It's only amongst amongst us. Well,
2: like, and it doesn't even have to be actually. A, I mean, as far as the products go, I mean, it's a mentality. You know, winners is a mentality. It's yeah, not It's, a, a it's not about necessarily yeah. men. Exactly. So my girlfriend, for instance, uh, our aftershave. I mean, sh- she's using it as a post aftershave sure. for legs. And her friend said, "Hey, let me get some winners aftershave." Exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's. So it smells. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. It? So it's. I mean, it's. It's the aftershave is functional in that sense, well, but I, it's, I guess, it's not. You don't have to
0: pigeonhole it to men or women. I actually misspoke. What I was trying to, well, I think what I was trying to say was that people here are like men's grooming products or men's beard oil right. and they think that there's something, like, some kind of like bro thing behind it right. and this, and it's not, it's, it's, it's just, it's a, it's, it's more of a, it's a community aspect. It's I don't think of it
1: because when I think of bros, I just think of them having shaggy hair and drinking beer. I, when I think winners, man, I think like much more classy than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sorry, I'm
2: just To me it's about pushing the envelope. It's yeah, about what is it, it's about it doesn't it Yeah, I mean to me and this is the 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 whole idea behind it was just not accepting mediocrity and yeah. just going to that next level and just always pushing and and that's the thing is I mean a lot of the uh, a lot of the social media posts that we do will have nothing to do with men's grooming. It'll have to do with, you know, working out or you know, doing good in the community or whatever it is, but it's it's going to that next level, and and I might be a pessimist in this, a pessimist in this respect, but I feel like in this world right now, if everybody just tries to do something a little bit better and pushes a little harder, yeah, because people are very accepting of just medium, and that's what winners isn't.
1: <laughs> Can I be honest with you, Barrett? It's like yeah. you know, it struck me what you just said, how your girlfriend started using your aftershave for her legs yeah you know why because she noticed it was a quality product you know what i'm saying like she knew that's it this is dope this is a quality product like if a woman notices
2: that a man's product is quality it's quality yeah. you know what i'm Look, saying and like, it's formulated to be, be just that but like exactly. i don't push it on the women's side of things i don't i mean again i push that mentality of just like if you want to be part of this team if you want to go to that next level if you want to get after it every single day yeah then then you're our person it doesn't have to be a man or a woman it's just you're our person yeah, yeah
0: and, and it's you actually touched on something there that was very uh that was it was interesting is that uh you don't have to not only be like uh, the same sex or genre like it's, it's a mentality that covers kind of everything and we all want to see each other kind of come up but you also touched on something where you said mediocrity is not acceptable like like ever, a lot of a lot of ever. people fall into Dude, a why, lot of people, why are you this well let's, let's <laughs> no let's not <laughs> well, uh, there's a difference between I think um, <laughs> contentment and mediocrity and this is a this is I might be getting a little, a little too philosophical for a podcast but it, you can be content with your life but still want more and mediocrity like is not acceptable to me like I don't like like even with the podcast, like I want to do more. I, I want to. Like we can be better. Like you see your potential. Like we talked about earlier, and that's what you want. And so when you, you did said, your thing and you saw your, uh, you know, you saw that there was something to be done that you were that you were into, and you're like, "I, this could be done better." Yeah. Well, so. I mean,
2: the the easiest analogy that I could think of is, I mean, just my mindset with how I come through playing ball and then starting a business and trying to get to the top of the mountain you know yeah. trying to be the best is equated to being a shark you have to be moving forward yeah pass some die. water through your gills mm-hmm. and if you don't you die, die. you're moving forward you're moving I'm forward 100 percent of the way, time but and and if you're not then you're if you're not moving forward you're moving backwards there's yeah. no mm-hmm. sitting in the middle so where did you
1: guys go from? I'm more of a lobster. Sort of.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what did you get, like? How did you go
1: from sort of, okay, we've created this project, this product. I'm sorry, and we have showed it off. People like it. We've been we're getting written mm-hmm. up. Like, how do you go from that to like, okay, how do we sell this thing? Like, where do we? Where are we selling this thing? Where's this thing from? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no, absolutely. Like, so
2: then that comes down to uh, just beating doors down. You know, yeah. we're in a great town in Nashville. Mm-hmm. It's a heavily bearded community.
1: So you started community. local. Yeah,
2: you started local with the yeah. local salon.
1: So
0: I started reaching. the it. term "heavily bearded." Yeah, yeah. heavily yeah. bearded community. Nashville is. very It's in the top bearded. five,
2: um per an article that I read, of top five can we guess, most beard. Can, can we guess the other ones? Yeah. Portland. Maybe. <laughs> Could have been. Seattle. Yeah, uh, it was definitely out in Washington.
1: Yeah, it was bearded out <laughs> Asheville?
2: there. Nashville? Yeah, and, and Colorado. God. Not Florida. Florida. Yeah. Nobody flies <laughs> You them. know where they're at. Yeah, you yeah. know where they're at. Um, Hello, bud. But to your point, um, yeah, just started beating on doors here yeah. in town. So, uh, you know, White's Mercantile and 12 South yeah. reached out to them and they said, hey, let's, let's get a sample, which everybody does. Mm hmm. And I said, I'm going to do you one better. I'm not going to ship it to you. I'm, I'm going to come in here and hand deliver so it. So you spent months nice. probably. Yeah. And that's my thing is the personal touch. Yeah. And I learned this through, you know, working at Old Hickory with the bat company. is oh, The Hickory relationship Bass, the building piece is instrumental in building a business. You have to have that. You have to have that relationship with your customers because you don't need a million customers. I mean, it'd be great, but yeah. you, have, you if you have a smaller amount of customers, but they're raging Dedicated. fans, mm-hmm. have, they're behind you 100. Yeah. They because say that they about know. a lot of things that they yep. say. Um, That's how it works with music too, man. Yeah, nice. well, absolutely. It's the same way. And, you and, don't need and a million. podcasting. They say the same
0: thing about mm-hmm. us. They say if you have a thousand people, a thousand to fifteen hundred people. That will support you no matter what. You yeah. make a living. There that listens to you. That loves there you you go. There. You to love you. You guys got it. You guys are on. So, so it's that
2: relationship. It's that mm-hmm. personal effect. Um, so yeah, we delivered. I mean, I, I walked down to uh, to White's, delivered the first order to him, and said, "Hey, this is where I'm at. I'm not going away. I'm gonna be here. I live right around the corner. I'm happy to hand deliver anything you need." And we started building that relationship, and now they're one of our best customers. Nice. That's so, awesome, man. That's do you guys great. also
1: do online as well.
2: Like, online e commerce is is big for us, but and the other thing that I tied in with the baseball players is you know the beards are big in the baseball world, so I started reaching out to some of my guys there. Yeah. We started growing our social media presence. Nice. And uh, and now the Boston Red Sox are one of our biggest customers. Really? They order in bulk from us.
1: So are you guys huh. like uh,
2: fully on Instagram, Twitter, and all that Absolutely. Jazz? super active. Is that
1: how so the Boston Boston, I mean, fuck the Red Sox about it. I'm just kidding. I I I, I talked to Ryan about this before. I'm born uh, born and raised. We were actually
0: hanging out at uh, Darren's house. Last time we had it, I talked to Ryan about this. We were like, if if you're going to do something that you're going to do anyway, like, why not support somebody who's doing it that you know that's doing it really well? Like, obviously, you don't want to just you you, you don't, don't want to fall into that trap of just supporting your boys like if they're doing something shitty. Yeah. But if somebody's doing something really well and you're gonna do it anyway, yeah. like, why not support your friend and then grow the empire out? Like, well,
2: and that's how I started to try to grow the brand. Was I started reaching out to some of my buddies that were still in it's professional so, baseball? It's so
1: cool that you like your baseball tied back into your future business, man it's it's, it never, it's a great platform
2: yeah. it's a great platform so the game's always treated me well but mm-hmm. now i'll reach out to guys that are that i don't know in the major leagues but i've got a background there so it's not yeah. i'm not coming from nowhere yeah you know i've got a background there and i'll ask them i'll say you know and i'll just hit them on social media and say hey if I send you some product, if send you don't, it. if you don't like it, yeah, don't say a word. Don't say a word. If, you, if you like, like it, it,
1: throw me a post. Exactly. Me a post. That's and it, that's brother. been that's catching it. on like wildfire, Dude, and that's like,
2: how it's been. That's, it's it, celebrities it really do that off. shit
1: all the time, man. Mm-hmm. Like, because you know, like that's how the Kardashians make half their fucking money. Like, they'll do like a fucking Snapchat or whatever of uh, whatever of some their product, f- or their, some product, but exactly. You know, but the thing, the difference is between you and them.
0: Okay, so we're running out of time, but before we go, I want to ask my one major question I'm going to ask all okay, night. Okay, all right. So, go. you guys, uh, what kind of product do you have to offer somebody? What's your favorite major league team? Sorry. No, no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay. I so, kid, I, kid. I, I, and I ask this, <laughs> I ask this all the time when people come on the show, and uh, you're the first person we've had on the show who actually could probably answer this adequately. So... I'll try. You guys, uh, you guys obviously have the beards. You guys have the quaffs. What yeah, do you, we're super dope. Can you offer somebody like me who wants to have good men's hygiene or good men's products, but maybe does not is into the, like oh you know all the facial hair and all that. Yeah. like like uh, so yeah tell us a little bit okay. about that.
2: So we 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 also offer an aftershave, which even for guys that are have that have beards,
1: we know we shave tops and bottoms
2: exactly. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a solid solid aftershave. So we, uh, we put together a formula that's, uh, got the ingredients in it. One of them is, I don't want to let all the cat out of the bag, sure, but sure. Uh, witch hazel is a fantastic yeah. anti-inflammatory. I, I have witch hazel in so, my house.
1: M- one must always have witch hazel.
2: Absolutely. So you mix so that improving. in and, 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 you know, some of our formula for the aftershave is the witch hazel with some almond oil, yes. which yeah. is a, which is a disinfectant. So you put those yes. two together as an aftershave. It's fantastic.
1: I learned so, this from dating women, by the way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I learned about which
1: well, well, hazel, which I mean, hazel, almond oil, and coconut oil. Yeah, it's women. amazing what you'll learn. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing yeah. what
2: you'll learn. But so that's that's uh, so the aftershave. But the other thing is, if you haven't done a straight razor shave, I mean, if you haven't if you haven't gone somewhere and had a straight razor shave, you can do it at home just as easy as. I mean, you, I would suggest watching some YouTube videos sure, because yeah, yeah, you can yeah. carve yourself up pretty quick. Yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. I use the single play, the old school. Exactly. Like a good. Uh, what do you call I mean, that. that? Like and eight. that's that, and that that's makes those I clean use. lines. And guys don't that's get that. That's the only way to get the clean lines. You can not get the it. cleanest lines, but if you're shaving all together and not having a beard or any mm-hmm. facial hair at all, a straight razor shave. You know, you go hot towel, you loosen up the follicles, and then you get a straight razor shave on, and it's. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not something you're going to rattle off in ten minutes. No. Sure, you know you need to take some time, set yes. some time aside. There's a I cup usually, of coffee sitting right there. Exactly. I usually maybe pour a, a cigarette glass of, for someone like I me. usually <laughs> pour a glass of bourbon to steady my hand. <laughs> okay. I tell and, and we set up at booths at I festivals, and good. I say, if you're going to use a straight razor, I'll just tell you my antics is I never start in with a straight razor. With less than two glasses of bourbon, I oh. got, like okay. I gotta steady the hand, I get right, okay, and right. then I'm good to go. Ryan, I
0: it. I've never had a straight razor shave before. Here's the deal. So I I, I, oh, I think man. I I think the first time I have one has to be at one of your events because I need to get everything <sighs> right. Yeah. So let me tell you no, the worst absolutely. part about
1: it. In my opinion, is if you're really doing a good shave, you're going against the grain. But what people, my beard is so massively thick. I have a like. Thick and coarse. It's super thick and coarse. It's extremely painful to go against the grain. Like, so like when I do straight razor, I'm paying for it because I don't want. Like, do you it guys myself. have seen the movie? Santa it's Claus, almost like trying to kill. Where he shaves a beard in the
0: morning and it grows back <laughs> by the afternoon. That's that's Chris's yeah. beard. It's fine.
1: Like it is one of the thicker beards I've seen. I have to it, admit. You have a beautiful beard as well. I love that both the, the fact that we both had the bottom full. You gotta you gotta fill not, that in. Yeah, yeah, not everybody can do that, which is cool. But uh, sorry. Was, sorry, <laughs> we're, we're bearding out over yeah, here. Side note. Uh, mm. But yeah, it's extremely painful. But, but yeah, but on I the did, straight razor, like rubbing
0: students, it in
2: because like, there's, there's an art to sharp it sharp with the blade. straight razors. It has to be a super mm-hmm. sharp blade. And that's mm-hmm. that's the other thing is you know why you know we're gonna present as a very high end company, but the straight razor shaves you're replacing the blade after mm-hmm. every shave on pennies on the dollar. So, I mean, even the dollar shave clubs and the big boys that are out there, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like, oh, well, you can get a blade, you know, you can get a six razor, six blade razor That's for stupid. $2 or whatever
0: stupid. it is. Actually, can we ask it's you about that? pennies on the dollar so on a straight razor Actually, shave. you know what, without yep. being too cliche, and we need to wrap it up soon, but I, this is a good question. Can we, is there something to the six blazer versus, like, the six, it the, is, the but six it blade razor? Let me tell you what it is.
1: Can I, can I interject yeah, as no, a absolutely. bearded motherfucker for a long time? No, absolutely. Okay. Please do. You're cheating yourself with the multiple blades. What the multiple blade does is it lasts longer because yada uh, because you have multiple blades cutting the same surface. But you're not getting as good a shave. Or you get an equally good shave from a single blade if it's sharp. So the idea is that you can replace your single blades more often at a much cheaper level than you can a multiple blade capsule that goes on top of a thing it's cheaper in the long run and as long as you keep your blades sharp
2: there it's an equally good shape is could, he correct could not be more true trust me. could not be more here Chris. Half of it. yes and that's why you get the extra blades mm-hmm. in those is that like the first one goes dull then the next one goes dull and before you know it, it's getting all clogged up yeah if you could literally get a razor it's a one blade razor mm-hmm. and you're getting it for five ten cents yeah five ten cents per razor and it's literally razor sharp i mean it is i mean in if if you don't if you don't know what i cut myself i I cut myself the first three times (laughs) i I did too swear to god watch some youtube videos yep because when the first razors came in and i had some samples coming in i'm divvying out some products and i'm figuring out what do we want to go with and I'm like, okay, let's just pop this thing in and see how it works. Mm-hmm. I just walk into the bathroom, you know, I don't have any uh, shaving Ooh. cream or anything. And I just I, I say, let's just touch it a little bit and just see how it works. Mm. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I will walk off, I'll come back. 10 seconds later my whole str- face is streaming like yeah <laughs> it's even, up. Yes. Yes. even it's on fire. Look, up. yes even as a just hacked up even as a
0: non beardman i like i've i've tried all the things so i know yeah. that yeah you don't just randomly just cut your face up mm. with a
2: well no i mean i mean you can do a dry shave like there is such thing as a dry shave i dry
1: shave happened. often i do in between dry shaves oh, yeah so you know about that yeah you know, well, day when you, when, but here's when you, you gotta go, go quick on
2: something, mm-hmm. when you, you don't have
0: a, a b- b- when, when you're like me and you don't have a lot of facial hair, you can do that too. You can just do a yeah. quick like, yeah. you know, going yeah. out tonight. You just want to do a little quick, you know, yeah. shape, quick pull. little cleanup. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah, that's the key, man. Because if I if I uh I have the the hindrance of the uh, what I call the, uh, the the rapist Ricky Ricardo. It's like mm. uh, it only grows in like right here. Yeah. And I have yeah. like the long like the Ricky Ricardo stash. And I'm like, "Why? Why god did you give me the Ricky Ricardo?" <laughs> well, and
2: and you can go through phases where you just have it always clean or you can go through phases where you just say, "Okay,
0: this is my new look and I'm going to own it." For I've a done bit. that and I have pictures and it was not yeah. good. <laughs>
2: I you know
0: I, I enjoyed your I, yeah, enjoyed I was your, gonna say I you think it, it might be not good I but actually like
2: some it. of your closest friends yes. I think will attest to the mm. fact that it actually was good
1: yeah it was cool
0: I mean in, I mean I'm gonna push to bring it back yeah, I think you Tony. should I, I'm I'm bring it back. <laughs> it's, uh, don't, don't, don't try me no I mean now brain. I got a girlfriend so I don't care yeah. what I look like <laughs> <laughs> don't throw out the anchor on her
1: she does <laughs> <laughs> now you've got two
0: opinions to right? care about. <laughs>
1: All right, so Ryan, you so, so you can't be so, like me and wear a lobster but, shirt too, <laughs> <Friday night>. right?
0: <laughs> so, before we wrap it up, man, is there anything else that you want to talk about that we haven't talked about that you want to push out there? And we're definitely mm-hmm. going to be on again. So, but, uh, but, you yeah, know, no, so this has
2: been fantastic, man. I, I, I first and foremost, I want to say thank you guys for having me on. I mean, oh, this it's, has been it's our pleasure, man. Yeah, you know, it's really. been great just to kind of shoot the breeze with some fellow gentlemen and, mm. and kind of, you know, from everything from current day to old school things, yeah, but, man. um, you know, the biggest thing for me, and it, and it doesn't even really dive into the product, but it's more so of just the name of the company is just really pushing and really getting after it. That's, we haven't really yeah. talked about that. Like, go into it. That's that's really kind of the goal because, you know, like I was saying, you know, when I came up through baseball, I was always the underdog. And, you know, we got into men's grooming, and we're in this – indie beauty expo in new york and it's thousands and thousands of vendors and you know our first year in we you know we get nominated for best in show and it's like it's just a matter of like putting your mind to something and really getting after it and just not accepting people telling you like you're not going to do this or like that's ridiculous because you know i'm a baseball guy and then i tell people hey i'm getting in the beard oil game and they look at me like what are you thinking, man? Like wh- what do you know about that? Honestly, it's like, well, I re- it's I relate I it to you.
1: I relate it. It to you, brother. Yeah. I relate to cuz there's so many beers in fucking MLB. And no, I mean like, so there's there's definitely I a
2: crossover it. in that, but it's like what do you actually know about gotcha. because you you get I into see. the I so see what you're saying. Yeah. You basically get into the cosmetics world. Mm-hmm. What do, what does a baseball True. player know about True. the cosmetics world? So you're talking about FDA mm-hmm. regulations. You're talking about, you know, products and packaging and shipping and logistics and all these different things that need to go into this particular business. But it's just a matter. And this brings back the passion point that you were talking about. Tony is like, once you, once you get behind something and you really dig in and putting your mind to it and just going after it and just saying, I'm going to research it. I'm going to learn it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to move forward. Yeah. And Then I'm going to move forward until somebody tells me to stop. Until each, somebody tells me, you yeah. just absolutely can't do this. And then I'm going to try to push through that mm-hmm. as well. And each step takes guts. It takes
1: a fucking winner to go past each step, right? That's, and that's you know where know it saying? comes from. To move that business to the
2: next level, to the next level. And that's kind of the mentality that we're trying to get to is just winners do this. Mm-hmm. Winners mm-hmm. do this. Yeah, and, and a lot of it in, in the customer service piece is, that's my biggest part, is treating people right. And that's that's one thing that I do want to interject into, into this whole podcast is just treating people right because I feel like you know you have the Amazons where they're gonna do every single thing for you. It's automatic, and it's and you're it's doing a, it yourself. It's, it's a like mass checkout, exactly, and it's a mass production sure. piece. Yeah, but there's something to growing a relationship with the people that care about what you're doing. You they know that you're giving them a fantastic product, but they also know that they're that you're gonna follow up with them. Yeah, it's like, okay, hey man, like, how did you like that product? Or, you know, like, what can we do better? That's the other thing. Is like, how can we get better? Custom labels. I'll tell you
0: what. When they gonna... do
1: it, when they do an order online, boom, custom label. Your boys'
2: fucking beard oil. <laughs> no, exactly. And that's, that's what that we've be. actually toyed around with awesome, the idea of know, like... of custom. Ingredients like yes. you can actually fine tune your own, you can ding your stuff. own beard oil and yeah. like pick each piece. That's cool, man. And then, so for some of the, for instance, the one of the catchers from the Phillies, Cameron Rupp, okay, we made him a, a bottle of beard oil. I put an extra shot of caffeine in it. Nice. I as mean, baseball players, we all like to get geeked yeah. up, put an extra shot of caffeine, hand label his initials on the back, and hand deliver it in spring training. He'd love it. So, there you go. That's awesome, you know. So, it's it's a it's yeah. a it's a customized piece. It's There's more to it than just throwing a product out look, there. I mean, you know. well, I'll tell you hands, this. If, you, if hand... you
0: want to uh, support uh, Chris with his bearded oil, he will definitely plug your uh, winner's beard oil every podcast. Oh, it's already so, done. It's, you're going to we'll leave look. here with so much product so, it doesn't I, even make and, sense. And, and I, 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 I don't no, mean, I mean, to, I, and I, I mean to cut you guys out. No, you're cutting so, us off. I am, but <laughs> it's fine. But. It's because we've only... We've done like an hour and a half. Look, because we're having so, such a good time. I know, it's awesome. This could That's be true. like
2: one of those Rogan podcasts where you go yeah. for like we four like, hours. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a part two. Yeah, we got There's plenty of whiskey, for This part two. So, this
0: is, this <laughs> should be a, a part... If you want to be subscribed and pay for the yeah. second episode. No, you're, you're,
2: <laughs> you're the editor, so I know this is going to be painful oh, yeah, for yeah, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah. this has yeah. been a smooth podcast. Yeah. We're talking about... We're, we're, we're I mean, you cut when you want to cut, but I can tell you right now. Tell right now. Ryan Bear...
1: Winner's Beard Oil Company and I'm telling you it's good like what else is there to say I, I think we've covered the bases like Tony's I'm gonna wrap it up cause I know Tony's wanting us to wrap it up I'm gonna join in Yeah. I gotta say man Uh, so so where do we like what's like uh, people listening right now I'm gonna buy some some Winner's Beard Oil
2: like where do we where do we do this Winner's Beard Oil.com alright Winner's Beard Oil.com it's real simple just jump online yeah and, the full range of products on there from straight razors, aftershaves, yeah. beard oils, combs, shirts, hats.
1: Do you guys have a shaving cream by each? yet?
2: We don't have a cream yet. We'll we it don't it. have a cream we'll yet. We don't have a later. pre-shave. That's the next. You, a, you know, we'll know what? I think we're going to team up, and yeah. I no I might I help. for pub- your help you, on you formulating that. Some, that. We need Mint. some cube cream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this, Honestly?
2: It's out there, man. Yes. How yeah, awesome no, no, no. would that be? I'm not,
0: look, like, I'm, I'm this, this is not a joke. Like, that's uh, not, a joke. Uh, a, not big, a joke. A big man. discussion between me and Faith has been like, hey, um, men's grooming down there. Yeah, so let's, do no, let's
2: talk about women's grooming down there because yes. when I was at that show in New York, a lady that had a company out of Canada came to me and she was like, oh, you guys do weird oil? Oh, that's great. She's like, we do beard oil, but we also do something for the ladies. You
0: should come see my booth. Also, and I, I want to like, so say, just out. for all the listeners out there, um, I, I worded that really wrong. I do not have a giant bush. Just, <laughs> yes, you do. Ah. No. Yes. It's, it's a, Italian only, bush. Only when Chris comes over. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I was a little weirded out by her comment, and I was walking through the, che- the trade show floor, and she says, and she pops out of nowhere. She's like, hey, check, check our booth. <laughs> so Wait, I was like, what? okay, w- great. W- okay, what do we got? So I look at it, and uh, she's got some, you know, several different products, but she's got a beard oil, and then she has a bottle that looks like beard oil, but it's got an emblem with a woman's, which uh, a, a midsection, section, flower section, midsection, yeah, midsection with a flower yeah. Yeah. right Pappasour. over, yeah, yeah, sure, where her private parts, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and it's called Bush Country. And what? She, <laughs> and she was 100% serious and she was pop she was selling I thought she was messing country. with me so Honestly, this is a you real thing i
1: tag team on this
2: oh, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> she dude, was 100% dude. serious and i know That's all it. this is probably going to get edited now no actually it no, does no, not get edited so <laughs> we're doing an e- extra this long episode it's called yeah. it's called bush climb yeah, bush yeah. Bush no bush and i i i could not believe it, and she was one hundred percent serious. And I was like, That's "Wow, this is where I'm at right now." But hey, oh, NYC so man, this is, what are you gonna get? <laughs> what are you gonna get, man? You're gonna get all kinds. You're gonna get all kinds. Girls got Indeed, true. right? Girls got so yeah, she she stuck me with that, and I was
1: very surprised. So if you guys are in the, in the local Nashville area, we can pick you up at all kinds of spots around
2: here. Yeah, right? so we're in uh, about four or five spots locally. Uh, White's Mercantile. Uh, nice. over on 12 south okay. uh we're down in the whites Mercantile in franklin as well cool um we're in Ruckle and rye in the gulch we're in two old hippies mm-hmm. in the gulch. the gulch so right around the corner from nice, each other nice. and then out in uh bill mead and harper and olive cool it's more of a kind of a women's salon but it, they do fantastic yeah. work out there yeah. they carry it so it's awesome man about four or five spots here in town so yeah and just kind of cool. digging in
1: that's fantastic. It, 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 well, obviously they sell it at winter's uh, BeardCo.com, Co- Yep. Co- uh,
2: WinnersBeardOil.com is Oil the domain, com, but time. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So WinnersBeardCo pop up as well. That's awesome, man. Dude, yep. uh, Brian, forest thanks forest so much for hanging out with us, man. We appreciate you so much for yeah. having us up your great place. Yeah, man. Oh, Thank man. you so much for Bro, having, having us. We're on the third floor in Nashville. Third floor, like Brian. Brian's uh, also. Paleo. You know why you we get the, see the see third floor? I, n- I noticed like, now why you get why you get the third floor place. It's because when all your lawns are green. And that one dude next to you has a brown ass lawn. He <laughs> does, dude. Your grass is so green compared to the guy next door. I was like, what is? It? Is he shitting on
1: his own lawn? Like, what
2: is he doing? So like, and, these, and so the houses are brand new. It's crazy that like ours would be greener, and we thought ours was gonna die right out of the gate. Yeah, but. You it's easy to fix, man. I can show you. I got it. That's you. why you get the third floor because you're like you can look, look <laughs> down upon the black well, like, thing. You're like green.
0: Absolutely. Thank All right. you guys so much. Can we can uh, we yeah.
1: give uh can we give Barry one last pitch? Tell us about it, man. Give one last pitch and then we'll roll out. What do you think? Uh, just about the product in general sure. or just about just, just yeah, just about the night, yeah. how you feel, about about winners.
2: Well I think the first thing I would say is I want is gratitude. Yeah. Because a lot of a lot of what it's taken to get here has been grinding. Sure. And by no means am I or my company at the top of the mountain. But we're moving in that direction. Yeah. You know, so that's that's There's the gratitude of, bands, of the of, of everybody that's helped us get to this point and And uh, in the relationships that we've built on the way. You know, because I talked to a, a buddy of mine yesterday, and it's like, okay, so you look at a lot of the most successful people in the world, and they do a lot of things right. But a lot of times, to get to that very top where you're just stand alone, you also screw some people over. Sure. And that's, sure. that's, that's not how we operate. No. It's about moving forward constantly and consistently, but treating people right. Yeah. And if you do those things, to me, if you do those things, you'll wind up at the top. Sure. You know, being at the top is a byproduct of the grind, exactly. of treating people right, doing things correctly. Just like we
0: do at your Bus. I think I do – I was going to just up? say that, Chris. I, I, a lot of times me and Chris <laughs> have that same idea. Well, we uh, – look, we're, we're nobodies. We just we, – we, we do a fun thing that we uh, was a hobby, and then we, we reluctantly or sometimes, uh, you know, uh, got into – meeting a bunch of people that that we we are way beyond our talent level like you were talking about earlier so say but absolutely but we uh we enjoy what we do Chris is one of my best friends and we we have a great time together and we get to meet crazy ass fucking cool people and have great conversations and we get to uh we get to do something that's that's uh people seem to like yeah. so and it's a blast yeah. that's the thing you have yeah.
2: fun doing it and and you're adding value to other people's lives mm-hmm. you know that's the big thing is like they're gonna they're gonna log on to the podcast. They're gonna listen to it, and they're gonna get a chuckle here and there. Yeah. You know? Or they might learn something. Here and you and get there. to know you people. And they, so they
1: might buy your beer. Let's say you sell fifty bottles of beer. For that be lot, I mean, that might be a whole lot, but it's fifty. That you, you know, yeah. but it's also people that, that And that, how many people you know, tonight that
0: share? Someday our podcast is gonna go man. super yeah, viral, knows? and it's gonna yeah. go crazy. And People are gonna blow up all around the country. People yes. be like, "Share your buzz," and then at some time. At one point in time, somebody's gonna be like, uh, you know what? You know, what's gonna be old school. Somebody, we all need to dress in lobster shirts, like yes. that. <laughs> that would be huge. We should I'm get share saying, your Huey buzz, Huey Lewis. We should lobster. have it all in the background right
2: now. Huey Lewis in the background, lobster shirts on, getting after it mm-hmm. while smashing <laughs> clams or whatever, while smashing season.
1: Smashing or clams, and drinking bourbon. Yeah. smashing clams. That'll be the yeah. other yeah. tradition.
0: Yes. Ryan, you got anything yeah. else you want to talk about, man?
2: No, I just appreciate you guys having me on. Thank it's you so, so much. The for Chris, you got what anything else, do? brother? I just wanna say uh, uh
1: you know, you motherfuckers need to chill out there with all your politics and stuff. There's some crazy stuff going on in politics right now. Just like what please love one another. I think And take care of your fucking beard and get some get some winners beard beard oil. You know, it all and, falls uh, into the same kind
0: of category. Uh, it doesn't matter what religion, creed, race, yeah, what a political... Here. Yeah, how, how, about we just, how about we just love each other yeah, and relax, be cool? And part relax. of that is, uh, you know, just supporting your local whatever it, it yeah. is you do. If you're going to your buy local, something anyway... the local beer, whether it be May Day
1: or, or your local fucking, you know, uh, beauty product, you know, whatever it is. Well,
2: and I'll touch on this real quick. I think it's it's a, it's a just a mutual respect. Yeah. You know, like, just respect people. That's, that's the... That's for it. me, that's the... One of the first and foremost is if you respect somebody right out of the gate, it's really easy to get along with them.
0: You know, just don't. And on that note, we want to say we respect um, our sponsor, Mayday Brewery. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for hooking us up. Happy birthday to Kelsey, whose birthday is this, mm-hmm. this Saturday. Um, expanding the taps this weekend. Yes, so. if you're going, mm-hmm. uh, this will obviously come out next weekend, but if you're going out to Murfreesboro or you like Mayday beer, they are expanding their taps from 12 to 24. They're doubling their taps, 521 Murfreesboro Road. Go out there and hang out with Mayday Brewery. Tell them to share your bus. Sends you. like, I'm going to drop I'm gonna drop off some stickers and some koozies pretty soon. We're going to mm-hmm. do that. So I'll be, uh, I'll be popping by. Yeah. yeah. I'll be popping by. So we'll we'll hook something up I mean, It's all it's all about it's all a community. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, That's it. so thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to Ryan and Winners. Winners, beautiful. Guys? man, thank you so much. Thank you to Chris's Lobsters. He's not Ryan.
1: He's the bear.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's the bear. The first the first
1: animal we've had on the podcast. <laughs> 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 He's a beast. You know what's funny? He's, okay, before you before you turn off that mic. He looks like a Fucking baseball player. Like if I had his arm, his arms, I would conquer the world. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs>